his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Chris and Amy on KMOX. Good to have you with us this afternoon. We jump right back to the Quiver River Electric guest line, CBS News congressional correspondent, and a great asset for us, Scott McFarlane, joining us this afternoon on KMOX. Scott, thank you for being with us again. Anytime, no problem. So we, we love having you on. You've, you're, you're full of knowledge and insights, and we would like some insight as to what exactly we are going to expect with this 44,000 hours of January 6th mm. footage to be released. Yeah, what was posted so far of the 44,000 hours is 90 hours. That is 100, I guess, 1, 1, 490th? Wait, we can't do math. Video. We We're cannot not do allowed math. to do yeah. math on not, the air. Yeah. Yeah. I worked really hard to get that number out. It took, it took more brain power <laughs> than I was willing to use. Yeah, if, if all the January 6th video was like an entire day, you saw 11.59 p.m. to midnight. Mm. That's how little's been released. And what was released was unspectacular. It was stuff we've seen before in some cases. It's not representative of what happened that day. I don't know how the House Administration Committee and its dozens of congressional staffers are going to process, edit, prepare, and post 44,000 hours of video anytime soon. It seems like more of an empty promise than a real promise. If you and I sat down to watch 44,000 hours of video, it would take us five years if we didn't sleep and we didn't blink. And I don't know how they're going to get through this. Well, and also, this was something that the far-right members of the Republican Party wanted. So why did they want this? What do they think they will see that will be vindicating, assuming that's why they want it released? Well, they have some constituents, some, who still believe this was what they call a Fed-surrection, a riot or a siege that was a plot and an executed plan of the federal government. That is a preposterous notion, but they have some number of people who believe it. There's also this sense from some people that this would be supportive of Donald Trump who has claimed that he had nothing to do with the January 6th attack, that he just told folks to go there peacefully. And they think maybe this video will underscore his argument. But moreover, it's just been a rallying cry as they try to fight through the political damage January 6th incurred on everybody who fomented the big lie. They're saying maybe this video can help show what didn't happen or so some of the nonsense that happened in between the fighting. I mean, there was some peaceful walking around. There was some general milling about in between horrific fighting against police and attacks against law enforcement and destroying of the Capitol. Yeah, there were some moments that were just positive. Maybe they think it'll show more of that. 
Yeah, that, that that's kind of what I was wondering. It, I mean, would there possibly be enough of that? Although I guess it wouldn't really matter if you're trying to spin a narrative. Would it would it be overwhelming enough to change opinions on this? I think anybody who had the bandwidth and time, who had the free time to watch large chunks of this video, um, would find what the Justice Department has already released, that there were hundreds of people who assaulted police. There were hundreds of people in that crowd pushing against the police line, in some cases using makeshift weapons, hockey sticks, baseball bats, pepper spray, brass knuckle gloves. Some of them had guns on them or knives or axes on them. There were some who were just there unlawfully, on restricted grounds, knowingly, and weren't engaging with police. But 44,000 hours of video means lots of cameras and lots of empty spaces, so there will also be a lot of white noise. The first little speck of video that's been released so far by the House committee includes a little bit of that, a little bit of white noise, but it doesn't disprove anything. And I, I think what strikes me most is there was a news release that got attention from the Speaker of the House last week. The video is being released. And yes, that's true. But only a sliver has been released, and I wouldn't expect a tonnage of it anytime soon. Well, that's why perhaps this won't be a big, giant nothing, but I kind of feel like it might be partly because of what you said. There's just the volume, the sheer volume of the footage. I'm not sure how that's going to uh, sway anybody. And also, even if you have... 30,000 hours of people peacefully walking in, you might still have 14,000 hours of the violence that we saw. And just because some people walked through peacefully, that doesn't erase the vicious attacks that we saw, breaking windows, hitting police officers with flagpoles and makeshift weapons. So I don't understand how the peaceful walking would be relevant. Yeah, I think this issue came up also when Tucker Carlson famously released some of the video he'd gotten access to. He had access to some of that same 44,000 hours of video, and he revealed on his program just incredibly little. Mm-hmm. Frames of video, moments of video, not much to disprove any point. This committee, and we got briefed by their senior staff late last week, said they're also going to blur and edit out any identifiable faces to prevent doxing or the revealing of security vulnerabilities. I hope they have a proper appreciation for how hard it is to blur moving video and how much time that takes. Hmm. That's going to take years to do. I don't see any tenable pathway to getting a large amount of this video released to the public anytime soon. CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland with this um, also today a, a, a in the in a, a excuse me appeals court hearing on the gag order for former President Donald Trump. Uh, what is the latest on that? And that's where I am right now at the courthouse. Those two and a half hours of arguments just wrapped up, and I guess it's kind of understandable in a historic prosecution, the first ever criminal prosecution of a former U.S. president, there be an historic argument before trial. And it really was. What First Amendment rights does Donald Trump have? And should they be limited, like other criminal defendants have limited First Amendment rights, if he's going to target certain people for possible threats, possible witnesses in the case, the judge's staff, the special counsel and special counsel staff and their families? The judge in his criminal case put a gag order saying no targeting that group of people online or on the stump. Trump appealed and the appeals court heard its arguments today. They put the order on hold till they issue their ruling. I could tell you from sitting through the arguments, they seem to <laughs> they seem to think this may need to be narrower, but might need to exist still. 
They had a lot of questions about what about public figure witnesses, you know, who've been blasting Trump. Can't he respond to them or would it be unfair to, to stifle him? What about at a debate or on the campaign stage where other candidates are beating up on him? Can't he fight back against the prosecution? But they also really blasted Trump's attorneys for saying there's really no exceptions to a First Amendment right. If people are going to get harassed and targeted because of the speech, feels like they might be looking for a third way or some middle ground. Before we let you go, also, quick question about Senator Joe Manchin. I know he might be flirting with a third party presidential bid. What's the update on that? He sure does like to be relevant. He's been a super relevant senator. I mean, the most relevant senator over the past couple of years. So much so, people have nicknamed him President Manchin. Mm. And retirement doesn't mean relevance. So him flirting with a third party or independent run keeps him in the conversation. I'm not sure who his constituency would be in a presidential election that would have any pathway towards any success, but would certainly have a pathway towards damaging one of the two candidates. And he has told CBS News, He does not have an interest in Donald Trump getting back to the White House. Scott McFarland, as always, we appreciate your time. Thank you for visiting with us and uh, enjoy the courtroom. I did math for you. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, hey, we're not like Amy said, we're not. They when we start to do math, we get notices that we'll be fired. (laughs) Stop doing that, guys. Thank Thank you, Scott. Scott McFarland, CBS News congressional correspondent. He is fantastic uh, joining us here on KMOX. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams. Thanks for everything, mom and dad. Will always be worth it. Apply today at penfed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.